down to 12, and it's coming up fast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Armchair Chief. My name is Jordan, and let's go ahead and dive into what is going on. Let's go ahead and start off with our race weekend out at Talladega. So, we only had the trucks and Xfinity running, and trucks race looked like it was a crazy race. I was only able to catch the back end of it due to travel. But just watching how it all played out and just what happened, we saw the big one happen with a few laps to go. I know a lot of people had some complaints about the trucks weren't supposed to be able to connect like they were, and they ended up coming out and connecting and just causing, I don't want to say issues, but there was a complaint that, like, The trucks, you're not supposed to connect and draft as, like, a two-tandem team going down. You're supposed to, like, hit the bumper for a little bit, and then you got to break free. Well, there was a lot of connection going on, and NASCAR didn't even bring that up. We had our Saturday evening fight happen, you know. Let's not worry about Canelo Alvarez and those guys, but we we had that crazy fight going, which we'll discuss later on. And then we move on over to the Cup Series where, you know, it was a lot of racing. Not so much the big one towards the beginning. You could argue the big one came later. But, you know, it's it's one of those things that I don't know. I, I don't know if I would have called it the big one or what. Uh, but anyway, moving forward, it got spicy at the end, even at the end of the race. But just going forward, let's go ahead and dive into our top five out of qualifying. We had Ty Majeski, Dean Thompson, Jake Garcia, Nick Sanchez, and on the pole was Chase Purdy for the Kyle Busch Motorsports Swan Song final run. Two more races for that team. Uh, we'll, we'll, we talked about it last week, and we'll discuss it more later on. But just going into it. Uh, we had, you know, Parker Kligerman was running it. Brett Moffat ran this race. Um, you had a few more people in there that you don't normally see because you had Xfinity take a break off. But going forward uh, with this race, stage one <clears throat> went to Nick Sanchez. Carson Hosevar got second. Corey Heim got third. Ty Majeski fourth. Brett Moffat fifth. Going on to stage two, Parker Kligerman first. Nick Sanchez second. Host of our third, Majeski fourth, Ben Rhodes fifth. And then to end the race, talking about accidents and everything, we had, you know, it looks like it was roughly over 10 cars, 15 cars got in two accidents. <coughs> and I don't want to say they all they all got in that big one because you had a few people out in the beginning with, um, like uh, the 23, Eight car, turning eight truck. He was out for handling. David Gilliland ran. He got into accident. Stuart Friesen. That was tough to see. Zane Smith. I saw that one. And then you see the one where everybody just kind of got sideways. It spread out. Um, Stuart Friesen hit hard. He had to go to the hospital. Same thing with Greg. Greg excuse me, Greg Van Alst. They both went to the hospital. And as far as I'm recalling, they both were actually released. Um, but they were taken for more observations just due to the hits that they took. 
<clears throat> and then just moving forward, um, we'll go ahead and just cover our, our winner in our top five and just go from there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, top five, Corey Heim, Chandler Smith, Dean Thompson, Ben Rhodes, and our winner was Brett Moffitt. That was a, a good little battle there with Rhodes and Moffitt, and Moffitt took it out and got the win. Haley Deegan got a, a best eighth. Nick Sanchez got seventh. Um, Coast, excuse me, Carson Hosevar, 11th. Roger Carruth, 12th. Uh, this is one of those things where I think a lot of these guys, like a Haley Deegan, Anna Dean Thompson, they scored top ten finishes just due to the the wreck that happened. I mean, that was that was nuts to watch that race. It was on the a green white checkered restart. They were coming back out to the to the final lap, the white flag, and just boom. So yeah, it it was interesting. It was interesting to see the uh, the Rackley War car with Chandler Smith and it finish up there as well. Um, they finished fourth. If you recall, there's a bad falling out with um, Matty D when he announced that he was leaving. And, you know, you can speculate your rumors whether or not he he left because of what happened. And then they were like, well, we're going to one-up you. Or they were upset that he left. And so they just go ahead and kicked him out at the beginning. You can make your speculations. I don't know. I'm not going to go there for that far on that one, but anyway, just moving forward, uh, you know, it's it's one of those crazy things. You grant in for in finger, uh, you know, he got caught up in multiple accidents since finished thirteenth. Ty Majeski twenty first, Hosevar eleventh. So these are some of your guys in the playoff hunt, and so it was. It's Talladega. That's what's going to happen. You know, we have one more race until we get to the championship race, which is about a month away, and that'll be at Miami. So that's a it's a big change there. And <laughs> excuse me, we'll see what happens with that. Um, just looking at that, yeah, October twenty first is the Homestead race, and then we go to November third is the championship race in phoenix so with that being said let's go ahead and look at their with their playoffs and see how it's looking out here we got Corey heim that's been locked himself in um Josevar sitting second he's only 23 points above so this is going to make it interesting for this race at miami and it's going to give these guys times whether they get into simulators or whatever they do to get ready for this it's going to be interesting um i'm not a big fan of this long break in between races but hey you know, it's it's there. They need to take advantage of this. Christian Eckes, he's sitting third. Nick Sanchez, fourth. The guys sitting out that need to, I would say, worry about this and see what happens going forward. And this is just for that Miami race to get into the top four. Grant Infinger, Ben Rhodes, Ty Majeski, Zane Smith. Zane Smith is sitting 36 points out. He's pretty much going to have to win this thing to to move on to the round of four. So we'll see what happens with that. And going forward, again, it's Miami. It's one of those races. I wish we were we'd go there more often, or bring back the the championship race there because we only go there once. I don't like that we go to a championship race a track more than once. I think that's one of those quote unquote special things. 
<coughs> Moving forward, Xfinity did not run. Uh, they're going to be running at the Roval, and they'll be doing that this Saturday. And then they go into the round of eight. So this is going to be a cutoff race for the Cup Series as well as Xfinity Series. And then we go to Vegas, then Miami, and then on to Phoenix. Or, excuse me, Martinsville and then Phoenix. So looking at that, we'll go ahead and, you know, pop into what's going on with the the playoff scenario with the Xfinity Series. So we're sitting there. They're going to go from the round of 12 to the round of 8. You have <clears throat> sitting pretty good, if you ask me. Well, you have the two two locked-in guys, John Hunter and Justin Allgaier. Cole Custer's sitting pretty high up there. Unless something crazy happens, I don't see him not making it past. I think he can point himself in probably around the second round, the second stage of the race, as long as he's not sitting dead last. And he's been doing really good on the road courses and those kind of courses. So I could see that happening where he can point himself in pretty early in the race. Austin Hill sitting up there pretty good. Chandler Smith, Sammy Smith, that's when you start getting to that question mark because he's only 18 points to good. Then you go into Sheldon Creed and Daniel Hemrick. They're going to have to drive like their life depended on it. Daniel Hemrick especially, he's only sitting one point above. <clears throat> Parker Kligerman sitting one down. He's another one that he can sit there and squeeze in. Jeb Burton, he's sitting there like Sammy Smith where I think it's going to take a lot to get him in. Josh Berry and Sam Mayer, just due to the accidents that they were involved in uh, out at uh, Bristol, I don't know if that's really going to – they're going to have to pretty much win, if you ask me, to get into this race. <clears throat> now, it is a roval. It is a road course. We'll see what happens with that. But I, I see the bottom three, honestly, just – getting kicked out, uh, Jeb Burton, Josh Berry, Sam Mayer, the one that's going to fight. And I could see him getting in and squeezing in barely, unless he comes out and just wrecks the field and wins the win- win- wins the race, would be Parker Kligerman. I could see him swapping with Daniel Hemrick. I could see Sheldon Creed, you know, getting knocked out just the way he runs sometimes. He's only nine points above the cutoff line. So that, that'll be something to look there and watch on what's going on with these guys going forward and see who can move into that round of eight. Let's go ahead and dive into the Cup Series. Starting lineup. This doesn't surprise me. If you guys know Super Speedway Racing, um, the Fords usually dominate uh, qualifying. They're not that strong within the race, but they dominate qualifying. Well, this race... <clears throat> they did a pretty good job up front as well. But let's go ahead and dive into our our top five qualifying. You had Kozlowski sitting in fifth. Larson, the lone Chevrolet at Hendrick. He's the lone Chevy all the way up to eighth. So your top seven were pretty much Fords with the exception of Kyle Larson. Chase Briscoe third. Joey Logano second. Eric Almarola got the pole. That's kind of cool. I think he's going to be retiring I know people rumoring, oh, you know, you hear somebody say some stuff where it's his last super speedway. Did they just leak the fact that he's not going to be running next year? I don't know. <clears throat> it's it's hard to tell. But I, I think it's going to be done. I, I that's, that's just in my gut. 
I think the 10 car is going to be opened up next year to open up more into the silly season going forward. So moving moving on with the, the stages, as I was saying, Fords do really good at qualifying. Chevrolets do really good at the race. And Toyotas are middle of the pack. You know, it depends on what day it is, if you ask me. <clears throat> but moving forward, we had our top five for stage one were Bowman, Elliott, Larson, Byron, and then Blaney. Moving on to stage two, top five, Elliott, Dillon, Logano, Austin Dillon, excuse me, Logano, Byron, Keselowski. And then going towards the end of the race, we did have one big race, big wreck, I should say, excuse me. Other than that, it was, I mean, I don't know. It was hard to tell. You had some people, um, I think it was Josevar got into can't remember who we got into, but <clears throat> he looked like the one that caused the accident. When you go back and look at it, when I say he got into him, the driver in front of him, and sorry, it's leaving my mind on who it was. Uh, I think it might have been Ch- Chastain. No, Chastain was involved in an early race accident. And um, I know that he had an incident. I know Kyle Busch had an incident, but he ended up finishing and running. <clears throat> And then, oh my goodness, I can't. It's it's leaving my mind on what who it was. But anyway, that he kind of checked up, and Hosevar tried to get a little bit out of the way, but then he couldn't fully get out of the way, and it spun it, and that's your wreck. That was pretty much your big wreck that happened uh, towards the end of the race. Not not like the trucks where it was a green white checkered, and then they had to redo it. This was one. I think it was like eight laps left. It's it was. I can't remember off the top of my head, but it was towards the end of the race. <clears throat> and it collected quite a few people. Kozlowski got into it. Dylan, Ty Gibbs, uh, host of ours, I was telling you. Those guys got into it. Um, you know. And then just going on to our end of the race, our top five were Austin Sendrick, Corey LaJoy, Denny Hamlin, William Byron, Ryan Blaney. Kudos to Corey Joy. I know, I think he's still a great driver. I know some people complained like, oh, you know, Corey LaJoy, he doesn't deserve to be out there. He's not a good race car driver. I think he is. I think the sample size in really good equipment is too small for him because, you know, he got thrown into the, the nine car that one race. And I don't know. It's one of those that was like he he didn't have enough time to prepare, if you ask me. I think if he would have had more time and things would have happened with that, I think he would have done a lot better. Or even if he was in a few more races. Uh, this race was kind of rough for Carson Hosevar, as you know, he got into that wreck. He's been doing pretty good in the Cup Series. Uh, Riley Hurst, he did really well. Ninth place finish. Um, the bones I have to pick with, which we'll talk about later. Let's go ahead and keep going. I have some bones to pick with uh, uh, NBC and their calling of this race and the amount of attention certain people are getting on this race. But going forward, and I think some personal – information is getting locked in with this nonsense we'll call it with these guys and how they're calling the race and how they forget about things so let's just go ahead and move on forward to what else was going on well let's go to the playoff a round of 12 remember points will reset afterwards so we have byron and blaine locked in going into the roval you have hamlin sitting third bell sitting fourth busher fifth Truex 6th, 
Larson 7th, Kazowski 8th. The people that need to be worried about stuff, especially at the rule and how this thing can play out. You're looking at <clears throat> Truex. Well, I would even say Busher, Truex, Larson, and Kozlowski. I mean, yeah, Busher sitting 19 points is a good, but something can happen and bring him down really low. Truex sitting 17 points, Larson 15, Kozlowski 2 points. Then you have Reddick 2 points below, Bubba 9, Ross 10, Kyle Busch 26 points. I think Bush is done. He's got a win to get in. Um, I could see Reddick getting in, especially because he's really good at road courses. I think Bubba's gonna just going to be done. And same thing with Ross Chastain. So I could see Reddick and maybe Keselowski swapping unless, like, Kyle Larson gets hit or Truex gets hit and they get hit towards the end and they can't finish this race and they just drop so low. <clears throat> so that's how I see that playing out going forward to our round of 12. Or, excuse me, round of 8. Out of the round of 12. So... You know, it's one of those things. It, it'll be interesting to see what happens on that race. It's it's very questionable. It's really tough to see. Um, but let's just let's keep going on moving forward. We have some interesting things that have happened. Let's go ahead and keep going with the truck series, and then we'll move on to everybody else first. So, as I was kind of pointing, we had the the Canelo Alvarez fight after the race. Matt Crafton pretty much sucker punched Nick Sanchez and partially broke his nose. Came to him, tapped him over, turned around and boom. Um I think Matt Crafton's just getting long in the tooth. I like the guy. <clears throat> I thought he was good. But I mean, it all started whenever they made contact on the last laps of the race. That caused the big incident. The the big one that happened on that right when they were coming to the white flag. Sanchez kept going on to the 7th place finish. Crafton just, he ended the race. Wasn't able to make it. Um, Crafton came, and this is where it pretty much all started. He came and parked into the two, two's pit stall. And then squawked at the guys, at the team. And then post-race, he confronted Sanchez and then this is how the, the report on NASCAR.com says, punches flew. The rookie bloodied by what was called a, quote, cheap shot that made the violent threat, <clears throat> then made violent threats to Crafton, promising retribution in Tours' next race at Homestead, Miami. NASCAR officials also penalized driver Chandler Smith for violating for a violation during Saturday's Cup Series qualifying. So this just brings it on. I think that Matt Crafton got away with a lot. Because they were only fined, he was fined twenty five thousand, and Nick Sanchez five thousand. I don't understand why you're fining Nick Sanchez. He was defending himself. I mean, he got popped in the face, and then they started having to separate him to find him five grand. I think NASCAR is just doing something like a pity fine. I think Crafton got off easy with only a twenty five k fine. I think he probably should have been suspended <clears throat> a race, two race, end of the season, whatever. Because you can't just. I mean, Bubba Wallace does this, and he gets away with it. Throws water at Alex Bowman. Oh, that's fine. But, you know, he intentionally wrecks a couple people in the race. Oh, that's fine. We're not really going to do too much to him. You know, Denny Hamlin cries and complains about Chase Elliott, who you could still argue, even though Denny comes out and says the SMI data, you could still argue that it wasn't fully intentional. And he gets suspended a race. There is favoritism within the NASCAR ranks 
up top in the in the front office in that side of NASCAR that is if you're not fully paying attention to it if you're not just going to watch the race and you watch what everything else plays out you you see it and it annoys you or you just don't give two beeps so I, I really think that's annoying that they play favorites I think this is one of the favoritisms they're like oh well you know Matt Crafton's been in the truck series forever it's because the guy can't handle himself when he comes up to Xfinity and he found his niche I'm not going to complain about that you know <clears throat> I think the truck series is really for the rookies coming up but you got to have some older guys in there to run so I'm not going to complain about him being in there forever even though I bring it up I'm going to complain the fact that it looks like they're playing favorites with Crafton and not giving him too much. I mean, that was silly and really stupid. <clears throat> also, um, the safety infraction for Chandler Smith in the the Cup Series qualifying, he failed to wear a required head sock and or helmet skirt. So, fireproofing around the head, underneath the helmet. He chose not to wear that, and he got a $10,000 fine. Let's let's look back here. I'm not going to question the fact that this is safety or not. Because, yeah, he should. He got hit with a $10,000 fine for not wearing fireproofing around his head and his neck. That's only $15,000 less than going and busting somebody's nose and getting them all bloody. Come on, NASCAR. This is getting stupid. It's been stupid for a very long time. And just going forward with this, you know... What I was saying about everything, and let me get back to where I'm getting off track. So, going on to the the trucks, or excuse me, the Cup Series, we had the disqualification. Didn't really result in the change of the first place, but second place. So, our second place finisher... Kevin Harvick got disqualified. He got moved to the back, so that bumped up Corey from fifth to fourth and Denny up to third or whatever it was. And he ended up getting disqualified because his windshield wasn't tightened down. And they said it was loose. So I got two things with that. My first thing is you're just going to disqualify him. We'll see if something else comes out further. They just disqualified him. I don't know what competitive advantage you can get to that. Maybe downforce. I don't know. Um, a lot with this new car is downforce is made below and not above, which I think I I don't know if that leads to some of these boring mile and a half or you know some of these boring races in general. The, the road courses where they're trying to make it more quote unquote spicier because they're going to remove they're going to bring back stage breaks. I think that's stupid. I know Dale Jr. is all big into it and he's like, yeah, let's do it. I still think it's stupid. Because you're wasting away a race by counting caution laps. If you want caution laps, stage break, go ahead. Just stop counting them. That's like my feel that if you get below 15 laps to go the race, stop counting your cautions. Don't stop counting them whenever you go past the prescribed length of the race. Another thing is if you're going to go over 5 to 10 laps depending on the track, stop counting cautions. Stop wasting the race to caution laps. I think that's really silly and stupid, especially when you get out there and you see one. There was debris on the track, and they go around like four or five times. Really? Okay, three times? I get it. Maybe I think it should have been two because of how big Talladega is. 
but they went around that long and then they go and continue the race. It's like, this is getting silly. And this is something that's been a point of angst for a while is how long, how much of a race caution laps can take out of a race. And yeah, I know some people are like, oh, it's still a small amount. But go and look at it. <clears throat> you finish your race, you finish stage one at lap 50, we'll say, for easy. And then they'll run five laps, six laps under caution because of the end of the stage break. And stage two starts at lap 55 or 56. And it goes to 110. So you lost, you know, five laps due to caution. Now, yeah, you're going to have two laps because you're going to make the guys come in and pit and so on. Two laps, three laps. But when you start getting past, you know, four or five laps on a caution, I think you start manipulating some of the outcome, especially towards the end of the race. And I'm not talking about, like, the green-white checkers because, as we talked about, those stops. That stops the counting of caution laps within it because they want to try and get it in the race. But if it finishes at lap, you know, 95 and it's a 100-lap race. You can bet your sweet rear end that you're going to a green and white checkered and quote-unquote overtime because they're going to let this sucker run and run and run and run. Ten laps out. More than likely going to have a, an overtime, even though it's not, because they're going to run eight laps around the track under caution. That's silly and stupid. <clears throat> going forward... We'll see what happens. Harvick got disqualified. They came out and said, you know, hey, they backed out. We're disappointed in the decision, but we're not going to fight it. We're going to look forward to the end of the season. Um, I think somebody who was putting that, that windshield on got fired, demoted, whatever. Why didn't you put the Loctite back on? I don't know. I don't know how that would happens. So, just moving forward, some more stuff that a bone to pick that I don't like about the whole uh, NBC and even NASCAR in general. I'm sick and tired of NASCAR with this crap too. Uh, NBC gave a lot of TV time to Bubba Wallace. Why? If he's running up front, yeah, but there was times that he wasn't. There was other guys around them running that were in the playoff race and they focused on Bubba Wallace. I'm sick and tired of it. If he's leading the race, okay, whatever. I mean, part of it is I'm tired of his arrogance and him being an a-hole and getting away with a lot of things. But just besides that, they spend so much time with what is going on with Bubba Wallace and then Denny Hamlin. It's Denny Hamlin this, Denny Hamlin that, Denny Hamlin this. Uh, I mean, he was complaining about something on his, his podcast, and so they talk about it forever. And it's like, Denny's a little spoiled brat, if you ask me, when it comes to things. He said something really stupid earlier. I can't even remember what it was. But it's just like, come on, guys. This You, you have, what, 34 other drivers on this track, and you're going to sit there and focus on two? So, um, I mean, it's... It gets annoying. I get tired of it. Um, it's yeah. I, I don't know. I, it gets annoying. I get it gets frustrated. And yeah, I know I attacked Denny Hamlin a lot on. The, but there's a lot of things that he says. It's like really, Denny, you're saying that out loud. 
and then he doesn't get penalized for it. You know, if somebody else said that, I feel that they would have gotten penalized. But, you know, it didn't happen, whatever. And I know he can come back and say, oh, you know, it's it's what's what's the right word oh you know you're not in the you're not in the sport you're not doing anything so what do you can talk about it's like who cares i can sit here and watch it in the back and that's why this thing's called armchair crew chief and that's why you guys listen because there's a hot take i'm not even gonna call it hot take this is like somebody's opinion who watches the races and what they would have done it's just like everybody that sits around you know the lunch table before that the break room drinking coffee on Monday and complaining about how Jalen Hurts didn't do this or you know today Tuesday when this thing's being recorded Daniel Jones didn't do this or Patrick Mahomes didn't do that or you know Kirk Cousins didn't do this or you know Dak Prescott what's up with him it's called armchair crew for a reason I appreciate you guys for listening to this but I mean I don't know. It gets very annoying hearing some of the stuff that Denny Hamlin says and the way he complains about it and the way some of his comments come off. And if somebody else would have said something like that, it would have been done for him, if you ask me. But anyway, moving forward, as we had talked about last week, Kyle Busch Motorsports was purchased by Spire. This includes the shop. The fabrication, all of that. So <clears throat> that was made official a little bit after I, I cut the podcast and put it up. So, you know, he, I think it's a little bit of bittersweet. We had the idea that, you know, him and Brexit were going to be running trucks together. It's kind of what he put out there. Maybe that'll still happen with somebody else, you know. I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting to see what will happen with that and how Kyle Busch. I know somebody was talking to me about you know Kyle Busch is going to be retiring in the next few few uh, years because Brexton's coming up and kind of focus on him and get him going. I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. <clears throat> but let's just finish up with that. Moving forward, again, we have the Roval this weekend. Saturday, we have practice and qualifying at 10 o'clock and 10.30 for Xfinity. This is our schedule, guys. Uh, not going to be on TV. Cup Series practice not going to be on TV. Uh, you're going to have the you're going to have practice streamed on PRN and SiriusXM. Cup Series qualifying on USA that will be streamed at one Eastern. PRN is the radio, and then we have the the race. 3 p.m. for Xfinity on Saturday. That's actually going to be on NBC. So you got NBC. PRN and Sirius XM for the race. And then we move to Sunday at 2 Eastern. We have the Roval race for the Cup Series. That's also going to be streamed on NBC and PRN for the radio and Sirius XM. So this is a big one to watch. See if some people like a, a Parker Kligerman, a Josh Berry, Sam, Sam Mayer, see if these guys get itchy and going. A Bubba Wallace, you know, see if he gets itchy. Tyler Reddick. See if these guys, you know, heck, even uh, um, uh, what uh, uh, Chastain. See what happens with him. Sorry, I drew a blank. See what happens with him and how it goes forward with that and moving on. 
it's going to be an interesting race to watch. I think we're going to have a lot more wrecks because you're going to start getting people that are getting antsy because this is a little cutoff race. But moving forward, we bump into the round of eight. Round of eight, we're going to have Vegas, Miami, and Martinsville. So it's going to be interesting. We'll talk about it last next week. And I hope you guys have a good one. And see you next time.